Hello, and welcome to Diaspora Dialogues, the podcast for the International Diaspora Engagement Alliance. Today, I'm going to be speaking with Tamar Panarjian about Birthright Armenia. This organization gives diasporan youth the opportunity to go back to their homeland to experience daily life in Armenia and contribute to development. Before we talk about your experience with Birthright, Tamar, I'd like you to tell me a little bit about your background. When did your parents move to the United States? My father came about 35 years ago, and my mom came about, I want to say, 25 years ago. Uh, my father was born in Beirut, Lebanon, uh, and he attended boarding school in Syria. And uh, he came to America after his parents passed away, um, and he came with his brother and his sister. Um, and my mother was born in Syria and grew up there. And she moved to America when she met my father, and they got married. And they've been married for 26 years now. Okay, great. And where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, even though I, I grew up in, uh, in, in America, but it was a very Armenian household. I had to go to Armenian school for 11 years. Uh, it was every Saturday. And um, I, so I read and write and speak Armenian. And I was always influenced by Armenian culture, like the music, the dance, the food, um, and everything that came with it. Okay, so it seems like Armenian culture was a big part of your life growing up. And how did you first hear about the opportunity to volunteer abroad with Birthright? I'm a pre-med student, and so uh, I had a summer off, and I knew during my summer I wanted to do something medical-related, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go to Armenia. Um, that was... A major, um, uh, something I wanted to do before I graduated because um, I knew that the year after I would either be applying to med schools or, you know, something was going to be going on. So I felt like it was my last summer. So I was at dinner with one of my friends and he was like, well, why don't you do birthright? And I was like, what's birthright? (laughs) (laughs) And so he kind of explained it to me and he didn't even need to finish explaining it. I I was already convinced. Uh, it, it almost seemed it was like too good to be true. I was like, wait, so they're going to pay for my, like, you know, plane ticket there and my home stay there, and I got to stay there for two months? <laughs> wow. yeah. And he was like, yeah, and I was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as I found out about it, I started the application of the process. I um, applied to Army and Volunteer Corps. Once I got accepted to them, I applied to Birthright. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like a great opportunity. And was it the first time you'd been to Armenia? Uh, yes, it was my very first time. And it was actually the first time, like, I'm the first with my family to go. Like, my parents and my brothers haven't gone either. Okay, wow. So, was did anything particularly surprise you about Armenia when you got there? Um, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, since I've grown up in an Armenian household, um, I always imagined Armenia to be this beautiful land where everyone's really generous and nice, and um, and I still believe I still believe that's true. But I never really thought about um, anything else regarding like the government and then the other corruption, mm-hmm. like within either like society or government, and just kind of how daily life there works, I never really, I never thought about it, really. And so when I got there, I was very shocked by, um, you know, the amount of poverty, Mm -hmm. 
the government, how I immediately became very fascinated with how the government works. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my volunteer positions was um, teaching English to uh, Dala TV journalists, mm-hmm. and they filled me in on a lot of uh, the politics and the news going around during the time that I was there. So um, I... I always thought since I was like, oh, you know, I grew up in an Armenian household, you know, I know how this goes. It was so different, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it, I definitely saw the influences I had from back home, but I was learning something new about, you know, uh, my heritage every mm-hmm. single day. I, I was, I lived in uh, Gumri, which was, it's the second, it's the second largest city in Armenia, mm-hmm. and um, there was an earthquake uh, in 1988, and I always knew of the earthquake, but I never really understood, like, never really came to me as the effects of the earthquake, and it was just really sad to see, like, how the remnants of the earthquake are still um, apparent in the, uh, in Gumi today. You know, you still right. see the collapsed buildings, and even within the people, um, some, like, the depression, but I also found that a lot of people were very optimistic, mm-hmm. and that was something that um, I guess I, I did expect because my family is very optimistic, and so um, there's a lot of a lot of elements that I found in Armenia that I could relate to, and many elements that I was very surprised about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like it had a really strong impact on you. So, did it make you feel like you'd like to go back to Armenia and do more work there later on too? Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, I I was there for two months, but it was not nearly enough. Yeah. You know, uh, I was just getting. I, I just like tip my toe in the water, kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. like I just started to get a feel of what Armenia is like, and I feel like there's so much more. Um, I want to explore, and I want to discover still. Um, and so, going back to Armenia is definitely something that I want to do, and. Um, I think both are really made me realize that uh, because I have friends that have gone on other trips to Armenia or they go with their family. It's kind of like touristy and just, you know, visit family or you visit all the normal sites. But what's completely different about Brooklyn Armenia is that you're actually living there. Mm -hmm. You know, you live with a host family or an apartment. So you get accustomed to, like, your own daily life and... um, become emerged within the culture there. And so um, I, I just feel like two months wasn't long enough for me. I, I There was so much more that I really wanted to discover. And um, so going back and doing something long-term is something that I want to do. So have you, have you been sharing this with your Armenian friends in the U.S. too? Have you inspired anyone else to go back? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, one of my friends is leaving next week to do birthright. I convinced him to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been. Ta- I I didn't know a lot about it um, before, and once people start hearing about it, they're like, really? Like, wow. And I think like um, the major thing that you know, would be helpful is just awareness. I think more Armenia diaspora need to be aware of these programs out there because um, you know it's easy to kind of like look into it and be like, oh, these are all so expensive, or like, you know, I don't know if I'll have that much time, but then with birthright, you know, you can find that time in your life 
and it won't be expensive. You know, a lot of people do it in between schools, right after they graduate, in between jobs. So you can always find that time. And I've told a lot of my friends, you know, right now you're thinking about it, you might not find those two months, but later on in life, in the next couple of years, just keep it in your mind and we will find that time. Great. Well, thank you so much for sharing your experience with me. And thank you to everyone who has listened to this podcast today. If you would like to find out more information about Birthright Armenia, you can go to their website at www.birthrightarmenia.org.